Hello and welcome to One Hit Blunders, a podcast where we listen to the top hits of yesterday, today, the day before, and uh, we look into them, see if they were truly wonders or if they were blunders, in a way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, I heard I heard someone say once um, on a podcast. That you only have to describe your premise for the first three episodes, and then you're on your own. So that's the last time you, your guy, you guys are going to hear it, because this is episode three. Um, and if you don't know what's up by now, um, well, that's uh, not my problem. Uh, you should go back and listen to the other episodes, because uh, this is not a live medium. You can <laughs> re-listen as many times as you want. Uh, I am your co-host, Cameron Fontaine. And I'm your other co-host, Mac Asper. Yeah, I don't quite know how that works. If I should say co-host or just your host and other host, because like, is there like a status thing with co-hosts? Does that make us more equal? I don't know. I think the way we say it, since we're both claiming host slash co-host responsibilities, mm-hmm. there's no there's no real hierarchy in uh, who's hosting. I think if yeah. like. If you said host, I said co-host. I'm like subservient to you in the right, uh, right. in the podcast realm. Or if I said alpha host and uh, you said beta host, that just sounds like some weird StarCraft shit. Right, and I I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't admit to being a beta host. I would say like you know, <laughs> Delta host. Delta host. I'm an Epsilon host. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the Greek alphabet I know. I can't keep going with this goof. <laughs> Uh, theta, uh, phi, phi. I, I, I'm in a, a, a history, uh, honor society called Phi Alpha Theta. So mm. that's as much of the Greek alphabet as I know. <laughs> I know, um, oh, Sigma is one because Ninja Gaiden. Ah, uh, yes. hmm Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> this is not a video game podcast. <laughs> this is not. This uh-huh. is a podcast about popular music. Yes, it is. So uh, let's let's dig in. Let's get a big, big hearty scoop of this uh, this music here. So this week we listened to. By the Baja Men. Who, 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 who? We. We did. And the Baja we let the dogs out this time. Yeah, and the Baja Men. Um, uh, Baja Men fun fact number one. Did you know that they were originally known as High Voltage and played jazz and, or disco and funk? I saw that, um, something like <laughs> 20 minutes ago when I was yeah, Wikipediaing, yeah. uh, the Baja Well, that's Men. when I, that's when I found it out too, when I was Wikipediaing. But, uh, mm-hmm. that is, um, that's my first fun fact. I'm going to try to interject fun facts into this. I'm changing the format. You see, oh, I'm, I'm being a I'm being a, a trailblazer, a trendsetter. On this road trip of podcasting, you just took the map, threw it out the window, and said, "Hey, let's go to the world's biggest ball of yarn in Minnesota." In Minnesota, is it in Minnesota? No, that's a Weird Al song. Oh, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, I, I need to listen to more Weird Al. Yeah, you should, probably should. We should cover Weird Al at some point. He doesn't have any one hits, but we should just cover him as a person. Just pick one. 
I'd be down for that. That can be like a holiday bonus episode, a treat yeah, for like a everyone. Yeah, like special episode where we, we're, oh, oh man, we could do the song, the real song, and then the song, his that's his parody. That would be cool. Mm. Yeah, that would that be would, fun. That would be kind of fun. Well, what do you anyway. think about who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? The song? Or the, the album, because that is, so, let's be clear, that is also the name of the album. Yeah, we should make that distinction. Both the yes. album and the song are titled Who Let the Dogs Out. Uh, let's save our opinion of the album for later. What do okay, you think about the song? Just, um, I have to say, uh, I remember this song being extremely popular in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, if it was 2000, I was like... 11 years old and i remember uh hating the ever-loving shit out of the song it was the most annoying thing that i think i had heard ever to that point um and i had heard a lot of stuff that i would have found annoying at that point so um on my recent listen through i was really dreading hearing this and um I was actually um, not surprised. I was not surprised. It annoyed me still. I still hate this song. It's pretty bad and terrible. It's bad, bad, and terrible. I'll, I didn't like it at all. I'll add my own hot take. I don't hate it. Okay. I don't well, think it's I mean, the worst I... song. It's no Crazy Frog. <laughs> Which is just stealing the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. Right, and adding just uh, high-pitched sound effects. Wahoo! Which I just, guess is like Mario or whatever, I don't know. Sounds like Yeah, that, that sounded Let's like... Uh, the first one sounded like Yoshi on Meth. Oh, Yoshi, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, no, I actually didn't hate it. I mean, I, I think I remember this song a little bit more fondly. I didn't... Mm-hmm think it was uh really annoying at the time my parents probably did and they probably hated it um because i also remember my brother getting i don't think he had the full cd i think he had the single uh of who let the dogs out singles cd singles and weird uh, phenomenon we got that uh as a prize from the local arcade he saved up his tickets to buy the who let the dogs out single on cd uh, I feel like my brother might have also had the single for the. My brother had a lot of CD singles, um, including um, that one song. I'm blanking on it. There's another song that he listened. I never mind. It doesn't matter. It was a Bare Naked Ladies song. Oh, okay. um, Pinch Me by Bare Naked Ladies. He had that. He played it all the time, and I think he actually got this one too. Um, as well as Uncle Cracker's Follow Me. Yes. Um, if you remember that, great, great song. Um, and my brother is one of those people who would listen to songs on repeat over and over again. Um, and he would listen to the B-sides, too, because he would just, like, let the CD single play, and it would play the song and then the B-side as well, which is a weird thing because you don't really have to do a B-side when you have a single that's on a CD. So... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but they exactly. did it. They did it anyway for some reason. The music industry just is so stagnant <laughs> they, and stale. They're like, they wouldn't oh, let that one go. <laughs> oh, new media. We need yeah, a let's B-side, uh, we, damn it. <laughs> we got to have a B-side. And then I think like even even when CDs came on, I 
I feel like they started adding more remixes, or maybe remixes oh, yeah. were becoming more um, prevalent well, in music. Well, I, I mean, there I have plenty of um, like Prince maxi singles that are the twelve-inch singles that mm. have remixes on the B side. Um, that's something that people did in like the eighties, the seventies, and eighties and stuff. But I think that the the um, like techno remix of a song. A la who let the dogs out um became a really big thing in the 90s when like techno became huge because they would just do like now we're gonna do this song for 12 minutes yeah we're just gonna make it like really trancy really uh just put this uh electronic drums in the back and yeah and a lot of let it ride mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah <laughs> I'm the sound effects guy today. <laughs> nice. Regular old Michael Winslow on staff. Yeah. <laughs> so um we're we're in a slight disagreement with uh the song Who Let the, dog- Who Let yeah. the Dogs Out. I mean, I, I, I won't yeah. I won't say that I loved it. I won't say that it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um but I think just me listening to it once after not having heard it in full for probably 17 years uh yeah it was it was okay and it made me think back to uh when i was like 10 and uh like my brother putting this on our shared cd player stereo thing we had in our room yeah i think one of the reasons that i thought it was uh like the worst back in 2000 is that my mom was a big like grunge and metal head kind of like she wasn't like the the classic rock mom or you know whatever so like it like i had this mentality of like everything that's not rock is the worst for a while and mm-hmm. i think that that probably started around the time i was like 10 or 11 because that's when i really started listening to music that wasn't weird al um because up until that point it had literally been strictly weird al um (laughs) and not that i didn't still i mean i still listen to weird al but like that was the i mean that was kind of the mindset i was in i missed a lot of good music in high school because i was just listening to like uh like iron maiden and corn and like all of these like bands that were like just metal like i would only listen to metal for a really long time and so I think that's one of the reasons that I hated this song. So I thought maybe coming back to it, I would like it more, but I still found it just like really repetitive and annoying. <laughs> yeah. And it, it still was, and I think we can get into this a little bit more later, but uh, mm-hmm. even on Wikipedia, like they have a whole section about the song and how it's on the like top 20 worst songs ever made lists and uh Rolling Stone identified it as one of the top 20 uh, most annoying songs. Uh, It ranked third. Uh, It also ranked first on Spinner's 2008 list of top 20 worst songs ever. (laughs) So I'm not alone. So uh, not not a uh, not a very warm uh, critical reception to the song who let the dogs out. Um but that's why we took a listen to the whole album. Yeah. So maybe uh, there's some other gems on there. There might be. Uh let's Ooh, I'll let you choose. Uh do you want to go with um your high point of the album or your low point 
of the album. Let's start with the low point, I think. Okay. Bad news first. Yeah, let's start with the bad news and we'll we'll go up from there. Um so my low point for the for the album was I mean, kind of the whole thing, but um my real low point was track eight, Where Did I Go Wrong? Uh their attempt to do a slow jam. Um I mean, it really just kind of like pointed out their kind of weakness as a band i find on this album because it just doesn't have a whole lot of substance and lyrically it's just kind of like upsetting at times uh because there's one of one of the points in the i think it's in the chorus where he says like i'm gonna make you come back to me or something like that Mm. and i'm just like wow that doesn't sound good at all that sounds very bad and almost threatening um but it's just like they're a low rent boys to men kind of thing uh going on is what it seems like that's what they're trying to do at least and uh i was not vibing it and this 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 song i think was probably my my lowest point on the album yeah and saying it calling it the uh sort of low rent uh boys to men is kind of exactly what i thought when i like right when the song started too it uh yeah it just starts out like a trying so hard to be a slow jam trying so hard to be like boys to men or 98 degrees or you know whoever was uh hot in r&b at the time um but it wasn't uh the lowest point for me uh my low point of this album was uh Track number two, immediately following Who Let the Dogs Out, <laughs> You All Dat. You All Dat, yeah. Um, starting and featuring a uh, sample throughout of uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight yeah. uh, from the Lion King soundtrack. Before. This was, um, I, I remember hearing this song because I think this was the, yeah, this was the other single from this album and i distinctly remembered like as soon as it started i was like i know that i've heard this song somewhere and i think it was like on a disney soundtrack of some sort Mm -hmm. um i don't know what for um but it was like because they have the sample of the lion sleeps tonight and then like this song i i don't think they used it in a movie but i think they used it as like promotion at some point in time i think it might have just been on the disney channel at some point in time is now now that i'm remembering it um so (laughs) as soon as it started i was like oh god i i forgot that they did this (laughs) yeah and i i distinctly remember hearing it a lot too and i don't think it was because the song itself really charted well but i think they uh, especially in Disney, because they did a lot of Disney work for a while. Yeah, um, they did, and that confuses me. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, their lyrics themselves, like, this is not uh, the kind of music that you would want to associate with Disney, or Disney would probably want to associate themselves with. It's very kind of, like, sexual in a lot of ways, and very suggestive, kind of, lyrically. So I... I... I, I that that boggles my mind kind of well yeah and specifically the song like you all that my low point of the album was the whole thing is about a guy just trying to like get with this girl at a party Mm -hmm. and um 
I think the part that was used in Disney or used with commercials or whatever was just the um, the chorus like that upbeat. You got it. You want it. You got mm-hmm. it. Because that's like, OK, that's upbeat. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I got this. I'm I'm doing great. But uh, it's really just this guy trying to compliment a a lady at a party and being kind of creepy about it. But also the lady's not that great either in this song because she does uh say the lyric you gotta have balls or you ain't gonna get none yeah my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns hon yeah it's it's really just a riff <laughs> of that and it's uh kind of yeah Ugh, i didn't yeah. like it there's a lot of gross lyrics on this no, album just gross lyrics and that yeah. uh just that sample of uh the lion sleeps tonight was just so tired especially Mm -hmm. after lion king came out and what was lion king like 1996 yeah i think it was 96 and uh like we had we had all heard that song way too many times four years coming up to the album who let the dogs out we didn't need more of that we didn't need it brought back up in Mm -hmm. the front of our minds for this so i hated it you all that was a bad song yeah, yep, yep, yep. It was 94, Lion King. Oh, dang. Googling on so the So we even had six years of The Lion Sleeps yeah. Tonight. and Yeah, we did. We didn't learn. And can you feel the love tonight? That's my Elton John impression. I can now. <laughs> um, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna jump into high points on that on that note. Um, my high point, believe it or not, was the remix of Who Let the Dogs Out that oh, this boy. album ends with, the Barking Mad mix. Um, I thought it was a huge improvement on the song, <laughs> honestly. Um, mostly because I really liked techno in the, uh, in, in high school, at least. I had a radio show with a couple of my friends um, that we very aptly named Techno Rock, um, or sometimes the Techno Rock Hour. Um, and uh, <laughs> we used to play like 10-minute mixes of Sandstorm and stuff like that. Great. Uh, we were, we were kind of into, uh, into a lot of techno. Um, but I this listening to this, uh, this remix of Who Let the Dogs Out, like... I just was like, wow, if this had been a techno song, I probably would have liked it so much more um, because I actually did end up really liking the the remix. So I, I can tell from your reaction that you don't really feel the same way that I do about that. So uh, I'll say this. I was <laughs> Please do, after but... after listening to Who Let the Dogs Out, the album version, the uh, the normal version, uh, first up in the album. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really want to listen to it again. So when it got down <laughs> to the very end of the album with the Who Let the Dogs Out remix, I'm just like, eh, yeah. okay, I can I can listen to something else now. Yeah, I'm done listening yeah. to this album. Uh, so I actually didn't listen to it, and uh, oh, really? Maybe I should have. Yeah, yeah, I didn't <laughs> listen to it at all. You should give it a listen to after this. But uh, I, I also have to share a, a little anecdote because I listened to this on Spotify, and Spotify does a thing where they're like, "Oh, you were listening to this. Um, let me let me uh, find something else that's similar," and you you keep listening. 
Um, and <laughs> so the the album ends with this song. The next thing that it pulls up that's similar to it is um, um, them doing a Baja Men doing a cover of uh, Hooked on a Feeling. <laughs> and <laughs> then the next song is Sugar Ray. So it's like, hey, you were just listening to some shitty early 2000s stuff. Do you want some more shitty early 2000s stuff? <laughs> Which I, I mean, know that's probably controversial. I know a lot of people like Sugar Ray, but I, <laughs> I was not. I was like, why is that? Why Sugar Ray on my on my Spotify? Get off. No, I'm more on your side. I think uh, I think that's just like following the theme, and they know they're <laughs> they got their algorithm down. <laughs> yeah, they know like oh, people like Baja Men. Let's send them some more shitty music. Here we go. <laughs> and blast off. We were listening to Spotify at the same time, so I was like going through tracks trying to remember uh, which one was which, and I saw that you were listening to uh, Hooked on a Feeling by the Baja Men <laughs> off the album 2000, uh, which actually came out in uh, 1999. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like the, the, uh, the album Will 2K that came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think, uh, I think uh, Backstreet Boys Millennium also came out in 1999. And Prince's 1999 album came out in 1982, so yep. <laughs> just musicians don't... Time, nope. time is a don't construct. <laughs> yep. Time, time doesn't mean anything, really. Um, so I'll have to re-listen to the album to see if that may have been my highlight. My highlight, uh, <laughs> having listened to 10 elevenths of the album Who Let the Dogs Out, um, <laughs> was actually uh, Your Mine. Your Mine. Uh, I don't even know if I remember this song. So that was the one immediately after Where Did It All Go Wrong, that like Boys to Men, oh, R&B. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I remember so this your- one now. Your mind immediately followed it, and I think the thing I really loved about it is, at the very beginning at least, it sounds like a Jamiroquai song. <laughs> it's really yeah. funky and really dancey, and it sounds like them just having fun without any pretense, really. I also really like Jamiroquai uh, for more than just Canned Heat. Can I name another song <laughs> apart from Canned Heat? Not at all, nah. but... <laughs> if i put on a jamiroquai playlist i'll love it yeah um so that was mine i mean it was uh it was very different from the sort of um bahamas island sound that kind of uh kind of touched everything else on the album yeah it, most of the other songs had a flavor of that caribbean um sort of flavor to it yeah. but um you know this one was more sort of funky more fun a uh, little lighter uh that i really liked um honorable mention just because uh i thought the album had changed when this happened uh <laughs> i think i need to double check i think it's the song right after that what's up come on what's up come on yes yeah what's yeah. what's up come on uh is a ska song starts yeah, off sounding yeah. like a ska song. And um, to me, at least it, it came across like the Baha men are showing at least some versatility. 
the yeah. well it, it sounded like like because they used to do i get knowing that they used to do like disco and funk stuff it kind of sounded like they were like hey no actually we can do music things <laughs> we can, we're not just shouting into a mic about who let the dogs out we got other things in our in, in our arsenal that we can we can pull out and it, yeah. it, it, it almost got my my highlight until i heard the uh, the barking mad mix of uh, who let the dogs out <laughs> Mostly just because, like, I started dancing when the uh, when the when the remix of "Who Let the Dogs Out" came on, so had to get had to give that it. That's a strong <laughs> endorsement. Yeah, I, I love techno, man. I I will I I will listen to the the shit out of techno. Um, if that's if that's even a way to say that, um, it I I still love it. Like, I had a I found a CD that I mixed a long time ago. I put it on my car, and like Sandstorm was on it. I just like blasted it roll down the windows and driving along the lake but yeah <clears throat> anyway um do you wanna, do you want to go to to my discogs buy corner and uh yes. tell you tell you what i found from the bahaman yes let's go some record shopping all right let's do record shopping okay so um first of all you can buy a 12 inch single uh maxi single of who let the dogs out um, but what I found that was even better was um, their their album from 1998 called Dong Spank. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't fi- I could not find a vinyl version of this, but for three dollars plus shipping, you can be the proud owner of a CD uh, that is in near mint condition. Of uh, their their uh, Canadian release of Dong Spank, and I say it that way because there's two O's in Dong, which would make me think it's Dune, but that's I don't think that's a thing. No, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I'm looking this up right now. Is that under singles? Um, no, it's a CD album. It is a. Mm. It's a I think this is a full album. And if you want one that's mint oh. condition, you can get it for five ninety nine. It is Dong Spank. Dong Spank. And uh, the the album art for this in Discogs is must be from the Japanese release because <laughs> it's like a photo of the bottom of the pool and uh, I do not know how to read katakana, <laughs> so it must say Baha Men in Japanese. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that is... Um my smash the buy button uh discogs corner which um i think henceforth i'm just gonna be calling it my discogs corner um because i think that that's a good name for my for my little segment we're doing here um so let's let's wrap up i suppose um are you gonna put this in your one hit wonder column or your one hit blunder column so before i answer I want to mm-hmm. clarify this because I think it's been a little bit fuzzy in the past episodes because we'll yes. say one hit wonder, one hit blunder, and it's kind of vague as to whether we're saying the song is a wonder or blunder or the band uh, yes. or the album. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I want to make the statement here and now we're reviewing the band based on their larger body of work stemming from our interest from the single. So we take the single, we listen to the whole thing, we look at the band as a whole, and then we make the judgment whether the whole whether the Baja Men experience is <laughs> wonderful or at least blunderful. In, in our limited experience. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think um, I wanted to clarify that mm-hmm. so that moving forward we know that we're we're, we're saying band. all of it. We're talking about all of it. Yeah, um, all of it. Not just the song. And I will say in context, I think <laughs> the Baja Men are more of a wonder than a blunder because okay. they in had... In the context of the, it, well, in the context of uh, they took a lot of shit for who let the dogs out, and yeah. um, but they clearly I think have people, more to offer. They clearly have more to offer, and you know, even if it's just a techno remix of who let the dogs out that was featured on their album, or if it was like the beginning portion of one song that sounded like Jamiroquai, I think <laughs> uh, they at least had something to offer that wasn't a super super repetitive. Um, like a song that you're going to hear at sporting events 17 years later, which yeah. is still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. And so I think within that, um, within that context, knowing the legacy that they have left and then coming back to what the Baja men actually have to offer and wh- where their talents lie. I think they're more of a wonder than a blunder than, uh, you know, definitely in, in regards to, or in comparison to, what the world knows them as now yeah uh i'm gonna disagree with you a little bit there and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna declare them a blunder but uh mostly just because um my experience with them is limited to this one album plus their cover of hooked on a feeling um which wasn't bad but there was nothing on this album that really jumped out to me um i mean i said i was dancing to the remix of who let the dogs out but that is still their just their one hit Uh, just remixed so in my eyes they're still a blunder um could that be changed if i listen to more of their albums possibly it seems like they have some sort of talent but um just from my uh limited experiences with them they're they're a blunder to me that's fair that's fair i mean at the very least they have enough experience and they have enough clout to still Mm -hmm. be releasing albums in 2015 Mm -hmm. they're still together they're they're not Mm -hmm. like done so Maybe uh maybe uh, I could go and listen to a couple more of their albums. Maybe I need to go pick up that that uh, Dong Spank CD and see how that c- hits me. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe yeah, that um... Dong Spank hits me. <laughs> 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 I think I I really want to see how that Dong Spank hits me. And you know, at the very least, you'll probably be able to go to Summerfest next year and catch them at like one p.m. on the Miller Lite stage on a Tuesday. <laughs> Did we ever talk about how I went to see Smash Mouth at Summerfest? We didn't talk about that on the air. I think uh, we we'll save that for the Smash that. Mouth episode. <laughs> oh yeah, we need Although to have could, a Smash Mouth could episode. An, could anyone ever say that they're a one-hit wonder? Mm. I don't know if you I, can say that about Smash Mouth. They've I, had they had at least three charting hits that I know of. They had at least three, but mm-hmm. I mean in. In regards but to in like, like two albums, <laughs> so. right? And like, who's who's making the call of like if they're a one-hit wonder? Because like to my mom, well, she might fair. just know. Yeah. Like, well, in like doing that, we could do the bare naked ladies at some point in time. Because to a lot of people, they're a one-hit wonder too. Yeah, I mean, take a look at uh, Chumbawamba. I mean, we yeah. thought they were oh, a one-hit they were wonder, like 30 and they had years of music, right? Yeah. So, maybe yeah, we should I, then. 
I think that does give us license to go into other bands like Smash Mouth and uh, Bare Naked Ladies, whoever. I would love to do Stunt at some point in time. I've got a lot to say about that album. Let's do it. But we'll save that for a different time. Yes. So wrapping up this episode, um, any any final words that you want to say on the Baja Men before we sign off? It was me. I was the one who let the dogs out. Oh, no. I knew it was going to come to that. Well, uh, (laughs) for for (laughs) One Hit Blunders, uh, I've been uh, your co-host, Cameron Fontaine. And for the past however many minutes, I have been Matt Gasper. The statute of limitations has passed on that. I can... (laughs) There's no recourse for me letting the dogs out anymore. This has been One Hit Uh, Blunders. That's actually not true. This was a sting operation. Um, oh shit (laughs) you're gonna have to go thump your tub in jail okay uh uh, this has been one of him blunders go thump a tub